remember when Blu-ray came out and uh, what was the competing thing? It's like uh, just HD or I forget what the. Uh yeah, well then just like um Blu-ray, but it was Blu-ray versus it was like HDD maybe or something. I mean, they lost yeah. apparently. Yeah, because I remember it was like you could buy Blu-ray or you could buy these ones, and obviously people bought Blu-ray because it sounded cooler. And that was like when what was it VHS versus uh was it Betamax? No, wasn't it Betamax DVD? is the what was the name of that thing? I'm fucked up. I don't remember anything. Uh, this doesn't have anything to do with what I'm talking about. Kind of. Um. So, anyways, so Blu-ray versus whatever fucking defunct VHS yeah. versus whatever defunct. I just feel like because I watch reels on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you ever have you ever watched them and and you've realized like oh I've only gone through like a few and it's been like forty five minutes yeah like Instagram just like God damn it we're running out <laughs> yeah you ever hit the end of the list I've done that there is an end of the list anyway but I watch this fucking stupid reels uh because I don't want to I'm against TikTok yeah because I always hate on TikTok I don't get fucking TikTok. And then it's like, well, I don't want to get sucked into that shit because Mindy watches TikTok. But then I send her reels and she's like, I seen that three months ago because it's on t- yeah. So it's like TikTok's ahead of the game. I just feel like TikTok is Blu-ray. Yeah. And uh, it reels well, is the, the the one that's going to fail. And then then if you really want to go down the shitty fucking, you know, the third tier, that's uh, the YouTube shorts or whatever yeah. they are. I think they're just YouTube shorts. And that's like a beta thing, which is essentially like TikToks. Yeah. Well, we, I think what you need to come to an understanding is that you and I are becoming old men, that Mindy's still on the younger, you know, she's a few years younger than us, so she's on to the, the hipper, you know, thing. I'm just, watch, whenever the thing that takes over TikTok, and she's still just watching TikTok because the TikTok was her thing, like, you know. I guess, but listen here, folks. Mindy goes to bed at like eight thirty. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear this old. Oh, she's young. She goes to bed at eight thirty. I, I stay up late. Um, she also wakes up early because she goes to bed early, and I don't wake up early. I'm supposed to for work, but I don't care if I'm late every day anymore. So yeah, I watch reels, and it's a fucking shame because I do no writing because I watch reels. I'm like, I'll watch two reels, and then I'm like, that's stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. And it's mostly like me not liking them. Yeah. It's mostly just like waiting. It's like uh, I don't want to say it. <laughs> I'll say it. It's like when you're like flipping through a bunch of porns because you want to get the right one. Yeah. Like some, like sometimes any will do. Yeah, any of them would have done. But 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 there's sometimes where you're very very particular and you're like, ah, I need this very specific thing. It has to be this one or it's not working. So you sit there for like an hour and a half and just waste your time. It's the same with the reels. The real deal reels or the TikToks, I guess if you're watching TikToks, you watch like eighty of them because they suck. You just want to get that good one that gives you the spark. You're like, oh, that was funny. And then when you watch that one, you're like, wow, I want to see another funny one. <laughs> yeah. And you just like, it's a then fucking you, cycle. You gotta go through 800 more. Yeah, like, I feel like that is the, well, no, because before TikTok and Reels and all that shit, I was just watching YouTube videos all the time. Yeah. Though I feel like I was watching a lot smarter entertainment. It wasn't people lip singing and dancing and doing dumb challenges and, uh, like, I would watch some stuff. But I would watch, like, documentary things and. Well, you know what gets me about the, the Reels is, like, how they can be still new ones of, like, old of like one thing like how many times can a chick get fooled when they play like the booty song the yeah. shaking the booty song and then it's like the you know they can't make the wife out of the whole like how do you not as soon as that comes on like how do you not know where that's going you're yeah. obviously on you know yeah. on the thing it's, like, it's gotta be fake 
Well, I think like that's the thing is a lot of them now are just so cringy because they're fake. Because you're like, you know, yeah, we know you're on TikTok. Apparently, you have eighteen thousand fucking views on this this TikTok. I know that you are aware of what the trends are. Yeah. So you've seen this trend. You're just fucking trying to do your version of it, and that's stupid. I don't like that everybody's doing the same thing as uncreative. But the uh, the TikToks and all that stuff, you just don't watch them. Don't because you just get sucked into it because the algorithm will uh, make it so you see things you want to see. Yeah. Uh, though, you know what's weird? The real algorithm must be, like, fucked up because it keeps seeing, like, certain people that I, like, hated. Like, oh, I fucking hate this person and they just keep popping up. Or, like, Mindy, this one, I, sh- I actually had to look her up. <laughs> I had to look her up because... Uh, no, no, because she kept... I don't know why, but she kept popping up on the reels and it's just, like, stupid lip sync. They're all, like, dumb lip sync videos. And I was like, why is this person, because the name, like, it was always, like, the first name was right, but then it was always, like, a fan page, or, like, it was, like, different, so it wasn't the same. Like, sometimes you get, like, an actual person's Instagram or whatever, that's what's, but it was different, it was, like, fan made. Well, it turns out she's, like, the third most uh, subscribed, I don't know, would you followed person on TikTok? And I don't know why that, like, is that why she's popping up on my reels? But Mindy said she's never even seen her, so it was like... I never clicked on her. Like, I never went to her profile. Yeah. Why is this suggested to me over and over? And there's like five different people now on there. Uh, luckily, a couple of them are actually funny. There's this one guy that does anime ones, but I don't I don't even know because most of the anime is like Naruto or something yeah. I never actually watch. But he always does like all these anime shorts. And then he just ends every one, almost every one, just doing like the fucking sex face, like the uh, bite oh, your lip up. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that's a trend going around. But like, and like, so there's ones where like, He'll grab the guy's ass and then he'll make that face, but then the guy will transport and then he's grabbing his. You know, yeah. And then it just goes back and forth with that dumbass face. I don't know why, but those kill me. <laughs> yeah. They're so stupid. I think that's why I like them. Is that, that's like the man equivalent of like the duck lips. Yeah. <laughs> just like, mm. <laughs> well, that used to be back in the uh, back in the day. Uh, what was that guy's name? Um, oh, he was, ter- he was, he had one song, I think. Uh, I just bought a Cadillac. I don't know. I think that was the name of the song. Um, whatever that fucking guy's name. He always wore sunglasses because he had a weird, like, melted pad, cabbage patch head or something. But he uh, he started that face. It was like dad-ass face back then. Uh, like, you bite the lip and, you you yeah. know, your eyelids are a little down. Like, this, that's supposed to be like dad-ass. But now that's just like some fucking... Tr- that's what I also hate about TikTok is, like, these Gen Zers. Even if it's like... A, that was like in 2015 or something, I think that song came out. It wasn't that old. But these Gen Z kids will take shit like that and make it like it's a new trend. Like, that that was around. Yeah. Hair scrunchies were around. Fucking middle parts were around. Flannel shirts were around. Like, these are all things that happened. Grunge mm-hmm. happened already. Like, you're not bringing it. Like, because it's not like Gr- they're like, trying to bring it back. They're acting like they're created it. Grunge happened, died, came back again, and then also died, died again. Yeah. It's like, you're not bringing. Because they think they're like. That's what, like, well, I'm waiting for, like, Jinko pants and shit like that to come back. Because, like, okay, like, well, I'm, you know, I remember we brought back shit from the 80s. Like, every, you know, every generation brings back, like, in the 80s, they had, like, happy days. Like, the 50 trends yeah. came around and people wearing leather jackets and shit again. But the, it, not all of them, just, like, the ones I see on TikTok and stuff. Like, the Gen Z kids, all right. It's not that they're bringing them back. It's they act like they invented it. Yeah. It's like, you did not invent like, look this. Look at this, this new thing I found. Or this new thing I created. I don't know. It's like, I feel like it's just one fucking old gen uh, X guy, like fucking 48 or however fucking old they are now, 50. Gen X are sitting in his room and he's like, 
You know what I like to bring back? Hair metal. <laughs> and zebra pants. <laughs> parachute pants, too, while we're at it. And then... Zebra pants. And then parachute he, pants. Yeah, then he gets, like, his fucking granddaughter or daughter or whatever. He's like, hey, make a TikTok, bitch. And then she wears them, and then everyone follows the trend. That's a very stupid uh, conspiracy theory. I'm tired. Leave me alone. Let's get on to this episode. We have a great one for you. It is about... Uh, fuck. How well, how do you do? You are listening to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I think every other episode I say either DPW or Drunken Pen Writing. Yeah, keep them motherfuckers on their toes. Got to. I mean, it comes up as Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. But maybe it makes them feel special when they hear this and they say, Ooh, he said DPW. I know. I'm in the know. I know what that means. Yeah, that ain't double penetrating wankers. <laughs> that is <laughs> something different. I am your host, Caleb James. With me today... What is your name? Spencer, the Kazakhstan Kiefer Consumer Church. Kiefer is a probiotic dairy drink. So, <laughs> I would put that out there. I don't know if they have Kiefer in uh, Kazakhstan. Not to be confused with the Indian yogurt drink. I think that's different. I think that's probably better. They have a lot of mango yogurt drinks. Whenever I go to Indian restaurants, they always give me, and Ethiopian's even worse. The drinks are always warm. If you get a mango juice, the Indian ones are like they have, like I said, the yogurt drinks are very popular. So if you get tea or like yogurt drinks, they don't got a lot of options. Maybe coffee. Ethiopian restaurants, the ones I've only been to a couple, some in California. I was going to say, how can I ask you how many you've been to? A few, California. They went to one, and uh, then we went to a couple other ones. Uh, I really like the food, but the drinks, like you get the water. Same with the Indian restaurant, water. You know, they just bring the table. Room temperature. No ice? No ice. And then, I mean, both hot climates, maybe that's why, you know, but you're in America. You can get get ice. Yeah. Chinese restaurants always have ice, but they have the black slime. Like, around here, they have the black slime in the ice machine, so they always get popped by the health board, and they just never fix it. They never clean the black mold out. They just let it be slimy. So every time, like, I read about, oh, I love that restaurant, and I'll see, oh, a health report. Five years in a row now. Nice machine's fucking slimy. Yuck. I wonder how they stay open. Yeah, but anyway, the Ethiopian restaurant also, I think, has, like, mango uh, drinks. But it's like a mango smoothie or mango juice, depending where you go. Warm. I don't think I would like that. It's not unpleasant. It's just not It's not what you want. <laughs> like, a room temperature drink is not unpleasant necessarily, like especially, like, a juice drink. Because it's just like if you ate like a mango that wasn't in, you know, refrigerated, like that's fine, but you're not, you don't expect it at a restaurant. Yeah. So, Spencer, next time you go to an Indian or Ethiopian restaurant, remember, you might not get a cold drink. You think they get mad if you ask for like ice? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're, you get kicked out immediately. You probably get real pissed off. Like, that's not authentic, fuck face. And then they punch you, <laughs> call you a fucking dirt ball because that's what you are. Uh, today's episode is not about Indian or Ethiopian restaurants, though I highly recommend everyone go try the experience. I like goat meat, so I, that's, you know, big goat meat guy. 
What are we doing? This is from the portal list. Uh, we were struggling to come up with an idea for an episode because Spencer kept shooting down on my great ideas. We want to do an episode about racist authors, the most racist authors in history. And he said, no, Caleb. No, I just said we need to. You know, we're not the guys to talk about that because we are two white cis males and we should not talk about that. And I said, well, I guess, Spencer, that's how you feel. By the way, did you see Alex Jones? Kind no, of, uh, what do you do now? <laughs> fucking, uh, now, here's where I'm going to go ahead and say it's fake to begin with. Because he has, like, a whole fucking WWE camera crew deal with it. It's not WWE, but, like, how, you know, in the backstage, like, somebody gets jumped. Yeah. There's always a camera crew there. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. that's fake, but, yeah. you know, suspend your disbelief when you're watching wrestling and, you know, just enjoy and it. Enjoy the show. Yeah. He, Seth Rollins got caught by name other guy beat him up you know john cena came out punched somebody in the face and backstage you know there's a big brawl good thing the camera crew was there for it yeah but alex jones always seems to do the same fucking thing where every time he runs into one of these big fucking weird scenarios he has a camera crew with him you know not just like a camera like a the boom mic and like the whole fucking works there was a van now this is what he said. I didn't. I, I watched like um thirty seconds of the video and I had to turn it off because I was like, I don't fucking want to watch this guy. But in the video, apparently it was uh government or somebody stealing migrant kids in the back of a van. And I think what it turned out was it was just like a Catholic church taking kids to get COVID vaccines or something. But Alex was like jumped in front of the van and was like this. Oh, I gotta stop it, big butt! Like just this can big you, fucking scene. Can you imagine how scared those kids were to just have that? Because they imagine, look terrified. Because I like as I picture this, I picture Alex Jones. You know, who's a shorter, rounder gentleman, thinning hair. But I imagine him just sweaty, yeah, and like shirt half button open, and just going like foaming at the mouth, just trying to stop the. Yeah, he was just yelling, and it was uh. It was, it was bizarre. Like, I'm not one to say, like, we should deplatform people unless it's, like, real hate speech type of deal. But uh, there's a handful of people where I, like, I would love it if, like, fucking Trump was one. I was like, I would love it if he, they fucking kicked him off Twitter. I don't want to hear his fucking bullshit anymore. Yeah. Uh, Alex Jones is one where I'm just like, like, I get that you have a show, but, you know, even if it's just for entertainment, you're, like, you're influencing people. There's yeah. people that fucking believe the nonsense he says, and then they go out and fucking commit crimes or do awful shit. So I'm just like, fuck that guy. I don't care if he loses his fucking job. I'm not about cancel culture, but I don't care if that guy gets canceled. Yeah. He's a fucking idiot. Though he is entertaining. Like, when he's on the Rogue podcast acting up, it's like, I really don't like this guy, but he is funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Trump. Like, you could, Trump is the douche, but he is funny. Yeah. Like, he can be funny. He says funny shit. But at the same time, like a lot of it, I don't think is him actually trying to be funny. No, it's just he's such a fucking idiot. Like, you know, we're not, we're not going into this anymore. We're losing our fucking Republican listeners. I think most Republicans don't like Trump. They just pretend because he's he wasn't even a fucking Republican. No, <laughs> you're the one Cuba talking. I can't help it. it. Irritates me. Anyway, this was from the portal list. Ten exciting cyberpunk books filled with high tech and low life. Uh, this was written by. Orin Gray. Orin with two R's. I don't hear that name too often. Cyberpunk is punk cyber, man. It's the stuff with tech and urban chaos. It's just like a Blade Runner. There you go. That's what I always think of when I think of cyberpunk. Yeah. Though I think it has morphed over the years to be like more tech heavy because technology's exploded, but sci-fi stuff. Uh, first one on this list is... To, to not outside, but to also not get confused with steampunk. 
Steampunk is, is the opposite. Yes. It's like a non-technology. Yeah. Everything's steaming. <laughs> By the way, I think lobsters would hate steampunk. <laughs> oh. That is fucked, dude. Fucked up. Holy Fire by Bruce Sterling. In the Difference Engine, Bruce Sterling and William Gibson created one of the landmark works of steampunk fiction. Well, why didn't they have fucking William Gibson in the fucking title? It just said Bruce Sterling. In Holy Fire, Sterling turns that same talent toward post-human cyberpunk in the story of Mia, a 94-year-old with the mind and body of a 20-year-old thanks to a radical new medical procedure. It's a world of ease, a passion of designer drugs and ideas. Big ideas. Uh, that's a quote by Speculation. That is an interesting topic, but could you imagine, like, your fucking 94-year-old grandmother in the body of a 20-year-old? Like, somebody that was alive in, like, the 20s, and then they're getting pounded by the fleet mm. down at the Salem docks. Because that's mean, what they think, yeah. you know. That's what they did back in the 20s. Yeah. Like, Well, I mean, just even just put yourself in those shoes. Could you imagine going, like, living into your, into your 90s, and then basically getting, like, your body, your body better than what you are now? If I now, as a 34-year-old, got could put you, into a 20-year-old body, I would die. <laughs> I would do dumb shit and die. Because I did dumb shit in my 20s and almost died many times. But I would actually I w- probably I die. I was there for a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, I climbed buildings and all kinds of stupid shit. I was less athletic Spider-Man. Next up, Data Runner by Sam A. Patel. In the not-too-distant future, mega corporations own everything, including the internet. The only way to transmit sensitive information in secret is to entrust it to data runners who physically courier it via the sneaker net. Do not like the name sneaker net. No. Sounds a little lame. I like the premise, not the sneaker net part. Enter Jack Nil, a parkour. Well, of course, he's a parkour expert. I mean, come on. It's fucking. He's a sneaker net. Yeah, he's a fucking data runner. He has to be a parkour. Parkour expert. Enter Jack Hill, a parkour expert who works as a runner to help his father pay off a serious gambling debt. Sorry, right in the middle, I just want to go parkour! (laughs) Office style. Parkour! (laughs) When Jack is loaded with something much bigger than anything he's ever carried before, he finds himself at the center of a web of pursuit and intrigue in his fast-paced young adult caper. Not just a caper, a young adult caper. Does that tickle your fancy, Spencer? Mm. Medium. Mm, Medium rare. Medium heat. Yeah. I've heard of this one before. When Gravity Fails by George Alec Effinger. Not, well, no wonder why I heard of it. Nominated for the Hugo and Nebula Awards, this cult classic cyberpunk novel is set in the near future Middle East. Mind and mood altering drugs. And there's a lot of mind altering drugs in these things. Like, uh, yeah. like a scanner darkly. Like things like, I don't know if that was technically a cyberpunk, but you know, it does deal with like, well, the movie did like tech stuff. Anyway. And mood-altering drugs and plugins can change anything about a person, including making them into a killer. As unmodified street hustler Marid Audrin is pulled into the investigation of a series of brutal homicides, he finds much more than he expects in this novel that George R. R. Martin called Rye and Black and Savage, and Harlan Ellison called Crazy as a Spider on Ice Skates. That is pretty crazy. How do you make the ice skates so small? And how do you not break the spider's Baby's legs? Big spider. Well, that's why it's crazy. Ooh, tarantula. Yeah. What do you feel about that one? That one does sound interesting. I'm going to ask you that after everyone. What do you feel about that one, Spencer? How do you you want to read it? Yeah, that one sounds pretty cool. I thought the data my, the data runner was sound all right. Just, that sounds like it'd be fast paced. It's just the, 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 the parkour and sneaker net. The sneaker net, I will admit, is a lame name. But you know what? Can't win them all. 
Uh boy. This one is straight porn. Oh, sorry, I went to a different website. Um you ever do that, you accidentally different browser. Different books, different episode. That's the the secret that's the sneaker browser. <laughs> Shut up. Next up is Vacuum Flowers by Michael Swanwick. Do uh, only men write cyberpunk? Because that seems to be it the trend like on this. It, yeah. Well, not just this list, but anytime now I think about it, I've ever seen a cyberpunk title. Like on Twitter, indie authors, everything. It's, it's like 99% dudes. Maybe same with like tech thrillers too and stuff like that. It's always kind of like old white men. Interesting. We should look into that sometime. A cyberpunk thriller from the Hugo, Nebula, and World Fantasy Award-winning author of The Iron Dragon's Daughter, Vacuum Flowers follows the adventures of, how do you say her name, Eucrasia Walsh. Eucrasia travels across the drastically transformed solar system after her body is hijacked by the personality of rebel Elizabeth Moody Lark, Mudlark, Elizabeth Mudlark, in a world where personalities can be uploaded and owned by corporate giants. That's another thing about these cyberpunks is a lot of them deal with mega corporations and conglomerates well you figure when um another theme a lot of them is like you know high tech fan you know yeah stuff like that so those would have to come from did you ever check out that series um i think it was called tokyo ghost you, I was reading. That you, was really good. I think you were letting, letting me read it, but I think it, it had, like, two parts, I think. And, like, I think I was waiting for it to be finished. And then I think yeah, I just never got it off of you once yeah, it was done. Yeah, I don't think I ever picked up the second part because it just didn't drop for... It was one of those deals, like, it didn't drop for so long, I just yeah. kind of forgot. But it was really good. That was, like, a cyberpunk thing where people are addicted to, like... It's, it's not necessarily phones, but it's, like, these screens in front of your face. Mm. And it's like there's fucking you no know, 90% of the pages ads and yeah. it's like but it was pretty entertaining. Next up is Slant by Greg Bear. Cyberpunk meets procedural in this thriller from Greg Bear. It's procedural like uh court stuff. I, don't think I would it. think so, yeah. I never thought got into court fiction. Well like uh, um... a lot of people are like well not there's like a subsect of people who are really into like you know, like the law type of deal, like where it's, you know, things have to go in order yeah. and you have to follow rules in your fiction. When I say procedural, I normally think of like cop drama. like Cop you know, drama, yeah. yeah. The reigning master of hard-edge science fiction, Seattle Post-Intelligence said that about Mr. Greg Bear. Nanotechnology seems to have wiped away all of humanity's flaws, both the superficial and the significant. Violent crime is a thing of the past until the city of Seattle was rocked by the murders of two sex workers and a string of suicides. Public defender Mary Cho's investigation takes her into the dark heart of a seemingly perfect future, uncovering a conspiracy of virtual pornography, neo-ludites, and a mysterious artificial intelligence lurking in the data flow. Now, some would say in a perfect world like that, that there'd still be prostitutes. Now, granted, granted, in my perfect world, <laughs> <laughs> prostitutes are plenty, but... That actually does bring up a good point, because if it's a perfect world, who's it a perfect world for? Because while there are sex workers who generally like their job, uh, you see that more now than in the past. Yeah. Things like OnlyFans and stuff. I would consider that sex work if you're doing, like, you know, dance, like nude finger banging or whatever yeah. online. Uh, even though you're not technically having sex, physical sex with people, but those, those are prostitutes, are wa street walkers. Yeah, but those are like prostitutes, so they're yeah, street walkers. So, uh, I don't imagine the world would be considered perfect for them. Yeah, so maybe that was uh, not the right term to use in that. 
I mean, unless it, that's a thing in the part to deal with the story, you know. But Right, right. This one is just called VN, the letter V and the letter N. Vin, and I was completely wrong. I need to shut the fuck up and shut my fat, stupid mouth about saying women don't write cyberpunk because mm. this is written by Madeline Ashby. You goddamn... Misogynist. Yeah. Sexist. Mm. Just man explaining everything all podcast. Mansplaining. Women don't write cyberpunk because even though it's a genre I don't really read and don't know anything outside of the top major titles, I'm going to go ahead and say that no women write it. I'm a fucking idiot. Like, I don't, I don't know why people would ever listen to me. That's the thing. If you listen to this, uh, this whole uh, podcast deal we're doing here, folks, is uh, don't actually like take us as the truth sayers of 2021 or you know of the modern world because well we are geniuses obviously obviously and you know very prestigious and have the best work ever created in all of fiction if you may- just read it maybe not the guys to take advice from or listen to generally like i mean entertainment like alex jones entertainment yeah. take it as entertainment not truth entertainment entertainment that's what we do we just do entertainment here Gay frogs. Turn the fucking frogs gay. <laughs> they turn the goddamn frogs gay. I have that clip on here somewhere. I might put that on. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn, turn the, the freaking frogs gay. Serious crap. Gay. Frogs freaking frogs. Boom. It's not funny. I'm going to say it real slow for you. Um, anyway, VN. At Amy's kindergarten graduation, she eats her grandmother. Well, goddamn. Wait, uh, what did you say the, 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 the author? You said it was a female, but what was her name? Madeline Ashby. Okay. Madeline Ashby. Not, or it could be Madeline, like the kids cartoon from the, yeah. I actually watched that show. I don't care what anybody says. I like Madeline because it was just a bunch of little French schoolgirls just living their best life, <laughs> going on very harmless adventures. And you know what? I like the show Ar- uh, Arthur on PBS as well for the same thing. Harmless Avengers. I like that sometimes. I like to watch shows where I'm just like, nothing bad really happens. Nobody- Even if it's bad quotation, like, you know, oh no, I got homework due tomorrow mm. and I forgot. I forgot to study for the big test. Mm. Like, I like that stuff sometimes because there's no real... Nobody getting eaten by giant monsters. Yeah, there's no horror. There's no... Uh... There's no real consequences. Oh, you flunked the test. It's not like that's going to be the catalyst for the ruin of your life. Because it's not like those characters are ever going to graduate from school. Though Pete and Pete did have an episode where uh, Pete didn't realize that they had a test that day. And if he failed that test from that teacher, he was going to end up the janitor of the school. Because the janitor of the school 
ended up the same way. That's how he is. That the one with like he the like, clock in the in the book. That wow. <laughs> That's one of those shows that even if you haven't watched for fucking 20 years, like it's ingrained somewhere in your brain if you actually watch that show and it'll pop up and because it was so weird. Yeah. Like it was such a weird show that just little things like that will pop up and you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like anytime I think of Miller Fillmore, I just think about Pete getting him stuck in his nose because he had like the little, what was it? What was it? Like marshmallows or something? It was like Eisenhower, Miller Fillmore. Uh, Garfield might have been one of them. I'm not sure. Sorry, Madeline Ashby. We uh, keep fucking... Sorry. The book, VN. At Amy's kindergarten graduation, she eats her grandmother. You see, Amy is a self-replicating humanoid known as a Von Neumann. Newman. Her mother is one, too, but she's married to Amy's human father. Amy's grandmother, however, carried startling secrets about the Von Neumanns and their role in the strange world in which Amy lives. After devouring her grandmother when she tried to attack her mother, Amy carries the elder Von Neumann's personality on her own memory drive, putting her on the road not only to self-discovery, but maybe to finding out the secrets behind the existence of all the Von Neumanns. You're rubbing her eyes in the sleepy guy manner. Um, not, not because as of if story. you were bored by the synopsis of that story. No, I actually think I like the um, eating each other and stuff like that. It's just... <laughs> I like to eat too. When they <laughs> eat each other, I like that. Not so much the family part. Yeah. Have to be the, um, speaking of family stuff, I feel like Pornhub has gotten so ridiculous <laughs> that because we were talking, was that this episode or last episode we were talking about Ex- TikTok? Uh, Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Maybe it's the cold open of this episode. I That's sad if I don't remember the cold open. Of this I episode. think it's the cold open of this episode. Okay, well we're talking about TikToks. There's now like TikTok memes. About, like, the stepsister oh. getting stuck in stuff. Yeah. Because those are both stupid genres that are always on the top page of Pornhub. Why are they all these top pages? Like, who's watching all this stepsister, stepbrother stuff, or people getting stuck into things? And it's always, like, ridiculous, because I watched for scientific reasons. Yeah. Many of the getting stuck into things videos, because the stepsister, you get the picture. Like, you don't even have to actually watch it to get the gist of yeah. that. It's like, okay, they're fucking, oh, but you're my stepbrother. Well... It's not blood. Oh, and they do it. Yeah. Like, like, it's not still gross. Like, anyway. Where was I going? Oh, they're getting stuck into stuff. It's always, like, the shittiest thing. Like, oh, you're really stuck in the washer? I got, I, I got stuck under the table. Oh, your arm is stuck under the table? Like, you, really, you can't get away. And isn't that kind of, like, rapey? <laughs> is that was that why people like it? Because it's rapey? Stuck in a window. Oh. I think I might have. I might have saw one where, like, somebody got stuck in, like, a dog door. <laughs> doggy door yeah that seems a little more realistic i want to see something like uh what was that like 128 hours or whatever that movie was about the guy who got his fucking arm stuck between yeah. the rock and he had to cut his own arm off i want to see something like that it's like somebody brutally stuck into something <laughs> it's like oh my god his boulder's got my legs pinned down oh that's a damn shame let me help you and then the guy's wiener falls up like not now you're my stepbrother <laughs> It ain't blood related. We're just going on a hike. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, I, you know what? Now that I think about it, I feel bad for all the actors and actresses and those. Because how do you act that out? That's so stupid. No getting stuck in stuff genre. I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. Because it's not ever executed well. Also, a very minute subgenre here, like a very niche subgenre, is the uh, the sleeper. Like the, the, oh, the yeah. person who's always asleep and they don't ever wake. No. You're getting pounded 
you don't know waking up like you got narcolepsy and also again isn't that rape yeah like that's sexual assault if she's sleep- <laughs> there's no consent there yeah. i don't understand how this is illegal you're stuck in something it's not like oh can you also pound my vag maybe that'll loosen <laughs> me no no it doesn't it's fucking stupid do you also notice like the the stuck in or also like either step like siblings or mother's like son thing. They combine and then it's there. just like it's a hat on a hat. Like you don't need it. It's too much. It's too much. I wonder if What they- happened to the goddamn old days when a motherfucker delivered a pizza A pizza with extra sausage. And if they were bold, he'd be having his dick sticking out of that pizza. You know what? Also, another good one is the popcorn in the movie theater where you cut out the hole and yeah. put the pot, and she touches it and goes, "Oh my god!" Uh, that wasn't very popular, but it was my fantasy that I never got to experience. No, uh, here's this will make you mad. I think it's gonna make you mad. It might make you steaming mad, Ooh. furious. Probably not. I mean, you might be mentally ill if you get that upset by this. But I found this disgusting. I mean, I watched the whole thing, but I found <laughs> it upsetting. The plumber came over to fix the pipes. Oh, yeah, gonna empty out them pipes. Yeah, the muscling, muscly plumber. And then the woman was like, hey, you know, the whole, you know, you clean my pipes and, you know, stupid things. And this one was like really corny. The guy was like, well, that'll cost extra. Like, he was like fucking going too stupid into it. And she was like, well, can you just replace one of my pipes? And he was like, well, what? What do you mean? They all look pretty good. I'll show you. And she got stuck reaching into the pipes. And I was like, you ruined a classic bit by trying to reinvent it with the stuck in stuff genre. And I'm, I fear that they probably will do that with the cable guy too. It's like, Hey, I'm here to fix your modem, ma'am. Or, you know, it'd be a better one. It's like the delivery guy comes, but then the woman's like, I can't answer the door. I'm stuck. You're stuck. And then he goes around back and she's stuck in a swing set. Yeah. Something fucking stupid. You know, what would be good for the stuck in stuff genre? <laughs> Dude, no, don't tell me, Caleb. BBWs. <laughs> I would believe that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like, you know, I'm not hating on the bigger oh. ladies. I'm just, you know, that's a John. That's a fetish people have. I oh. feel like they might get stuck in I stuff. Feel, I feel like we're going to have to st- We need to stop. Or we're going to have to cut this out. <laughs> one of the two. Okay. One more thing then. If we've got to end this. Are we even halfway done with the list? No, I don't know. Do you think the gay version of Pornhub has these stupid things? Like this, you're my stepbrother, or oh no, I got stuck in a locker at the gym. I mean, I I would assume there's probably some of that, but I I probably would, not as prominent. I, I feel like I, they would just get I, to I, it. Yeah, I think it would be a lot more of just like, hey, let's fuck. Okay, okay. See, that's why men are more unproblematic when it comes to. You know, like two guys hanging out, like, oh, I'm throwing rocks in a river. That's super fun. But then, like, the woman will be like, it's stupid. Like, they can't just let guys enjoy the so, like, the simple, stupid fucking things we enjoy. Cause we can, cause we're dumb. Yeah. So we can just enjoy something very, oh, skipping rocks. I'm just skipping <laughs> rocks. That's fun. But then the woman will be like, oh my God, these guys be fucking skipping rocks for an hour. And they just, like, hate on it. Like, you come skip rocks. They can't because they're smart. And they, they find it dumb, which it is, but it's, you know, simple pleasure. You can't just let a man be. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. We offended everybody on that. So anyway, uh, did I finish reading the VN? Yes, I did. The next up, <laughs> the one after 20 minutes, talk about porno. We don't actually watch porn. We're just making that up. This is not a real thing. There's no such thing as stepsisters. People don't have marriages anymore. 
The Wind Up Girl by Paolo. Oh. Should we just end it? Hmm? Should we just end this before I fucking butcher this person's name and get more hate mail? By Paolo Bacalopi. How would you pronounce that? Yeah, Bacalopi. Yeah, I think. I mean, that's. I think that's. As also, close as... I'm pretty sure it's pa- Paolo P A O L O. Baka Galupi. See, you know, I'm even more nervous about fucking up the, these these names because I saw a thing today on Twitter it was trending where I think it was a Japanese girl recorded men picking like uh in these gentrified like Brooklyn like places are gentrified where we've got these fucking woke white guys. Yeah. But then they're all like trying to pick her up and it's just like she recorded all their fucking racism like you know just whatever the fuck they do trying to hit on her and stuff and being racist and fetishizing Asians and all that stuff. And so now every time I think about that, because it, like the sub article on that was about how people are always messing up Asian names and why it's racist and all this stuff. And I'm like, damn it. Like, I'm trying not to be racist. I just fuck up names because I can't pronounce. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, like, I don't I don't know if I, I agree with that 100 yeah. percent. But, you know, Paolo B-A-C-I-G-A-L-U-P-E, Bacagalupi, I would say. Uh, Paolo Bacagalupi's Hugo and Nebula. Oh, he's a fucking award winner. God Damn it! Again, I'm assuming it's a man because it's Paolo, but it could be a lady. I just, you know, I wish we'd end this. <laughs> end it now. So how many's left? One, two, three, four, five. You know, I'm just gonna read the titles. So we got Paolo Galupi's Hugo Nebula award-winning novel of 23rd century Thailand and rampant biotechnology is sometimes considered an offshoot of cyberpunk called Biopunk. I did not know that. Whatever it is, this story of a strange but all-too-plausible future in which the world is racked with floods and pandemics as a result of global warming caused in part by gene-hacked crops became an instant classic in the field and is maybe even more relevant today than when it was released. That actually does sound relevant. Next up is Sinners with a Y. Sinners by Pat Cadigan. Pat Cadigan has been called the queen of cyberpunk, so there's queens of cyberpunk. So I'm really fucking stupid. You're an asshole. Why'd that be like one of the genres women are excelling the most? And I just don't look. I don't read cyberpunk that often, like forever. So stupid. Pat Cadigan has been called the queen of cyberpunk thanks in no small part to this prescient thriller, which won the Arthur C. Clarke Award when it was first released in 92. Today, many of the novel's technological concepts will feel shockingly familiar, especially by. <laughs> Especially, sorry, I started thinking of porn again. <laughs> Especially a plan by a massive corporation to deliver music videos directly into the minds of consumers. We're not too far off, huh? Back in 92, though, the scathing portrait of a near-future reality, where the real world and online were almost seamlessly blended, still felt far off, if not too unlikely. <laughs> I just started thinking about some of the fucking stupid scenes I've seen in the past. Like, the acting is so oh my, bad. No. Why can't we have proper budget no. and, like, good acting? Go. Next one. Like, we just can't Next have one. quality. Next title. The plots could be better. <laughs> All I'm saying. Like, you can't get stuck saving a baby in a well. Can you do it with a baby at the <laughs> shooting site? God damn it. Read the next title. You don't have the real baby there. It's a fake baby. <laughs> Oh, because that's going to bring quality. A dog, a dog gets stuck in the well. Is that better? I don't know if you want an animal there either. A special... You know what? No, not special needs person in a wheelchair that fell down the well. <laughs> you know what? Next up is Moxie Land by Lauren Bukes. In a colorful but cruel near future version of Cape Town, South Africa, four narrators, each with their own struggles and dreams, problems and talents, are on a collision course that will rewire all of their lives. 
Legendary sci-fi author Charles Strauss called Buke's bold, boisterous novel the larval form of a new kind of SF munching its way out of the intestines of the wasp-paralyzed caterpillar of cyberpunk. That's not a recommendation. We don't know what is. Uh, and this is the last one on the list, I believe. And it's just called Cyberpunk by Victoria Blake. Collecting together 20 short stories of high-tech and low-life, the doorstop volume is an indispensable guide to cyberpunk short fiction. From 1981 to 2010, legendary cyberpunk authors share short, sharp tales of all too plausible futures that often feel uncannily like our present featuring stories by William Gibson, Bruce Starling, Jonathan Lethem, Paul Tremblay, Pat Cadigan, Greg Bear, Rudy Rucker, Corey Doctorow, and more. So a couple of things I learned today. One, plenty of women writers. A lot of women write cyberpunk, which I, I uh, just blew that one in, just blew it. Uh, and number two, the more important thing is that uh, don't get stuck in stuff because you might get something stuck in you. Like that's that's bad. That's bad, Spencer. Like don't like you, what you ever worry? Like you ever trying to like you know fit through like a like a half closed door or something? And you're like, oh shit, I'm a little wedged in here. And you're like, oh no, and you just look <laughs> around for because you hear the music kick on. Like, I think also modern porn music is probably terrible, right? Do they even have music anymore? I don't know. I don't think so. In the old days, it was all like, you know, but now they don't got music. Another another trivia fact. If you folks want to tell us how fudging awful this episode was and how offended you are, you can hit us up on Twitter at Drunk Pen Writing, Instagram and Facebook at Drunken Pen Writing, or you can read our non-cyberpunk fiction at DrunkenPenWriting.com. Um, I also like to point out that I was the one trying to move us along there at the end. I'm gonna edit this so it sounds like you. You, you, I said were, it. you were the only one talking about it. Like I'll just have you when your part was going. Uh, you'll say all the stuff, and then I'm just gonna have like a long pause, and then I'll just like spice me saying like, "Okay, uh, <laughs> next up," and then I'll just keep you having you interrupting, and it'll be great. Yep, yep, yep. And then everybody will be mad at you. Uh, Whatever. Anyway, take care, folks.